daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Let's <laughs> let's talk all about Elon Musk and his drama with Twitter because it's been a while, at least for me. I know Hany has been following up with the latest drama that Elon Musk has been coming out with. We do know that he loves his PR and he doesn't, you know, he's not been getting much of it recently, especially because he has wanted to put the Twitter drama on pause for quite some time. Wasn't able to do it for as long as he wanted. We were actually expecting a trial run to take place, I think, and I believe in August. But his plan is kind of succeeding because he has asked the judge to start the Twitter trial on the 17th of October. He also asked the judge to order the social media platform to produce all raw data by August 1st. And him asking it to or him asking the judge to go ahead and schedule the five day trial beginning October 17 and not October 10 is kind of in his propaganda and plan to basically walk away from his $44 billion deal to acquire Twitter, the social media platform, and that is according to a court filing that took place on Tuesday. Now, a lawyer for Musk, who is also the world's richest person, actually said that he was asking, he was writing to ask the judge to break the impasse to allow things to move forward promptly. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at the Chancellor Kathleen McCormick, who was the chief judge of Delaware's Court of Chancery did last week order a trial in October, which she does promise to be one of the biggest Wall Street legal fights in years. Now, she did leave it to the parties to work out the precise schedule. And last week, we did talk about how Elon Musk requested it to be done in February and Twitter did request it to be done in October. So it does seem so far that Twitter is, you know, getting their way around this lawsuit so far. Now, he did request a February trial because he said, you know, he needed time uh, for a thorough investigation of fake accounts on Twitter. And he did say the company did misrepresent the user members or numbers and therefore did breach the merger agreement, which allowed him to walk away. Now, the company, which has requested a September trial, did say the fake account issue was a distraction and the deal terms require Musk to pay up. Now, the Musk letter also did ask the judge to order Twitter to immediately produce what is called core documents, mm -hmm. which do require Twitter to produce all raw data by August 1st and require the company to produce documents within 18 days of request. Now, Musk also did accuse Twitter of refusing to immediately provide documents such as manuals and policies that were regarding active daily user calculations and AI and all items in the data room. Now, if we look deeper into why Elon Musk is doing all of this, a lot of people say is because he was trying to manipulate the stock market and he was successful for it. Because let me give you a little piece of information, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Elon Musk is the richest person in the whole entire world, but he doesn't have liquidity to back it up. He is the richest person in the world because of Tesla stock and his other ventures around the world. It's all in assets. It's not liquidity. And that is what he has used to buy Twitter, he is selling or sh selling Twitter stocks, or sorry, he's selling Tesla stocks to buy Twitter stocks. He has no actual cash flow to back himself up. Now, that is why a lot of people are saying that maybe he just wanted to manipulate Tesla stock a little bit 
and you know make some dineros off of the deal <laughs> but i'm gonna leave the opinions to you guys 4215 let us know your guys thoughts we are taking a very short break and omnia when we come back what are we talking about when we come back we're talking about a very interesting application known as burak it has definitely been booming right here in charge and we're going to be giving you all the details about it in just a bit pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download the next time you need a ride, don't go. Don't be too quick to call up a taxi or even reach out for Kareem or Uber because right here in Sharjah, we've got a beautiful option and one that will help you get to your destination in style. The application is known as Burak App. It is not a new application, but it is one that not everyone knows about. And lately, it's actually been booming since its inception. We're looking at more than 13,500 trips taking place through the Burak app. It's definitely one that could allow you to travel in style. There's got They've got limousine services. They've got services that would allow you to deliver documents and parcels to government institutions and even individuals. We've all been in the situation where, let's say you want to send out your passport documents, sometimes your passports, Emirates ID, different documentation, and you just don't feel safe enough sending it in any other service but Burak. Yes, and we have been seeing the number of services and missions that were carried out during the first half of this year did exceed 13,500 trips. Now, we are looking at, you know, the attractive special features that this uh, application does provide to us. And, you know, Barak does cover in the entire city of Sharjah and does come within the company's approach to providing the best services to the community through qualitative and innovative projects and even providing smart mobility solutions which do contribute to increasing the welfare of citizens and even residents and keeps pace with the renaissance of civilization and technology in Sharjah. And we do know, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that Sharjah has been very prominent on, you know, technology and you know, controlling technology mm -hmm. in the region. Now, for the first half of this year, we are looking at, you know, uh, the services of a car with a private driver were a total of around 282 trips. And with regard to the delivery of documents uh, from the Central Finance Department, the number also did reach around 1,057. And documents related to the Sharjah Police Headquarters did amount to 2,452 and parcels were also delivered to individual dealers, which did number to an astonishing 9,875. Yes, indeed. And so what's very unique with this application is that you can track your delivery. You can track the car that you're using or even sending out your documents with in the smallest of details. You are given speed, accuracy and efficiency all in one. Looking at it, the application also provides us as users with a different set of digital services in its first phase. So we're looking at, you know, the capability of booking a limousine. There is a fleet of new BMW cars. You've got a service of receiving and delivering documents. And the best part about it all is it's available for free on the Android and the Apple Play stores. It covers the entire city of Sharjah. So whatever location you live in, wherever you want to send your documents or receive them from, you can count on this application to be your lifesaver. Make sure you save it. Make sure you download it. The application, once again, is called Burak, and it's spelled B-U-R-A-Q. It's comfortable, it's convenient, and it's affordable for everyone. And so I truly feel like we should all be using it more often when we're living right here in Sharjah. Yes, and, you know, when we're looking at a lot of applications, uh, you know, that is catered for the UAE, uh, you know, unfortunately, not many of them are catered to Sharjah. 
and this application is catered specifically for Sharjah so uh, you know you will get the best services to be provided for the city of Sharjah and you know Sharjah is huge so mm -hmm. you know you would need all these things uh, these parcels parcel services and private drivers as well but ladies and gentlemen 4215 let us know your guys thoughts we are taking a short break but when we come back we got a lot more news for you Check this out. Check this out. All 95. Ladies and the late Apple founder Steve Jobs' Apple One computer prototype has now went up for auction. And ladies and gentlemen, the original Apple One computer prototype, which was hand soldered by the Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs, is now going under the hammer, which means it is going up for auction. Now, the Rare Priest is being auctioned by RR Auction of Boston and offers are currently at $278,000 with bidding to end on August 18th. So we do have about 20 days, mm -hmm. uh, 25 days or so, uh, you know, 25 days, yes, 25 yep. days or so, uh, you know, to see how much this prototype will be at in the bid. And, uh, you know, it has a very, you know, rich backstory. And, uh, you know, the backstory is the prototype was used by, you know, Steve Jobs to demonstrate the Apple One to Paul Terrell, who was the owner of the bite shop in Mountain View, California, which was one of the first personal computer shops in the world. And, you know, the demonstration did lead to Apple's first big order. And instead of $40 to do it yourself kit for, you know, a lot of people who use this as a hobby, you know, they did set about producing a fully assembled personal computer that was sold at a number that is a, let's say, an angel number. They call mm -hmm. it the angel numbers, which is $666.66. Now, I must say, this piece in specific, it holds so much meaning for Apple as a full company. Because if you think about it, this is the beginning of many successes to come for Apple. This was the the time that Apple computers became known. This was the time that people can go ahead and purchase an Apple computer. And it was not even back then. Apple did not have the, the name that was as big as we know of it today. So this prototype is listed as number two on the Apple One registry and had until recently been considered lost. And so anyone who's going to get their hands on it, they are getting their hands on quite a rare item. Now, the board's present condition lends some insight into Steve Jobs' judgment of it. He saw the prototype not as something to be enshrined, but as something to be repurposed. And that is exactly why a lot of people have actually been quite excited to get their hands on it. It marks the beginning of the production of Apple One computers. And the way the product is described, uh, it actually highlights the apparent use of Mr. Wozniak. For those of you who don't know, he's actually the co-founder of Apple Computers. It was uh, his, he used this device and he used this motherboard as a three-handed technique, wire in one hand, soldering iron in the other, and a solder that was held in his mouth with tight bubbles formed at the soldered connections. And so there was no Apple One computer without this board. And it was basically the holy grail of Steve Jobs and Apple memorabilia. And so anyone who's gonna get their hands on it, they're gonna get their hands on a quite um, 
precious item, but it's also not coming at a cheap price at all because the RR auction actually sold an Apple One computer back in September of 2018 for $375,000. So you can only imagine how much more expensive this item is going to be. Yes, and you know, we are looking at a collector right here in the UAE and more specific in the Emirate of Dubai, Jimmy Grohl, and how he did sell an Apple One computer signed by Mr. Wozniak for around $340,000 in an auction. Now, the computer, which does still work, was valued at around half a million dollars before the start of the auction and is one of 200 that were made. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. And do you have any memorabilia of the Apple products? Maybe I can say I have an iPad, I, uh, iPod, iPod, there we go, the iPod Touch, the first gen. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we got to talk about Instagram and what is happening and why are they getting criticized. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Once upon a time, Instagram was considered a photo sharing application. Nowadays, it is becoming the clone of TikTok. And to a lot of people, this may have been just an interpretation taking after all the updates that the application has introduced for us as users. However, things have been, you know, things have become official. They have, they're officially official because Adam Mazir, the head of Instagram, came out yesterday. He technically comes out every Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, he posts a reel or a video on Instagram and he talks about the latest updates that they have introduced for the week. This time around though, he came out with some interesting statements. He said that he is going, or the inst the application as a general, Meta as a company, they're going to keep adding more video to Instagram and they are moving more towards Instagram becoming a video sharing platform rather than a photo sharing platform, which is it's news that could be disappointing for some influencers, one of them being Kylie Jenner, because she is bluntly upset by Instagram becoming a video sharing platform. However, Adam Muziri has laid it out bluntly that the application is going to be shifting away from its photo roots. He, in verbatim, he actually said, I need to be honest, I do believe that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time and that the app will continue to support photos. However, the way that they've chosen to move away from photos is because this is what users want. This is what their behavior on the app shows. And so they're going to have to lean into that shift. What do you think about it, honey? Yeah, I mean, uh, we are looking at how uh, Instagram has been competing with TikTok a lot lately. And a lot of people don't like that. And even when we look back, we saw that TikTok or sorry, Instagram mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, Putting, I hate the update. Yeah, they were putting, uh, you know, Instagram into full screen mode, which then, you know, a lot of people didn't like because that is the same way TikTok operates. But, you know, Instagram uh, needs to stay in its lane. I mean, I don't mind that they're going out and using, um, you know, video and promoting video. But at the same time, we have to always stick to our roots. And what made us so successful now, innovation is always a good thing. But let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want another TikTok clone. Now, we are looking at how, you know, Instagram doesn't have to reshape itself around video, but its parent company, Facebook owner Meta, is looking for changes that will increase users and retention. And we are looking at how Facebook's app's main feed is now being replaced with something, uh, you know, similar yeah, yeah, to these Instagram changes as well, where it will mix recommendations with your friend's stuff as well. And a lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. I personally don't really... Do you like it? I don't like change, to be honest with you, mm. especially when it's something <laughs> I frequent. I'd like to 
you know, stay where it's, I'm at. If it's pleasing to my eyes, it's good enough for me. It's just annoying because you no longer, your feed doesn't feel like your feed anymore. It becomes bombarded with all these recommended posts that I don't want to see. You know, these posts belong to the, what is similar to like the For You page on TikTok or the Explore page on Instagram. They don't belong on your feed. But we'd love to hear your thoughts, 4215. Do you agree with what many influencers have been saying? Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner have all come out saying, make Instagram, Instagram again. So do we agree with them? Or do we disagree? But this does mark the end of Future Talk for today. Yes. We truly hope you've enjoyed this hour with us just as much as we did. But the fun is not ending on Pulse95 because coming up is a quite the hot show, quite a favorite for many. The halftime show with the one and only Omar al is going to be kicking off in about six minutes. What an introduction, Balqis and Omnia. <laughs> What's going on, people? I can't no, no. The mood was no, like... Let me, give you, let me give you a better one, brother. Go on, go on. Uh, uh. Go on, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar al <laughs> commencing in T-minus six minutes. The halftime show, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Omar to the show. Tell me, what are we expecting today? I really, you made me feel like a guest. Now I just want to be on You're, your show. You are, you are the guest. <laughs> You're always a guest on the show. I appreciate it. Well, we're celebrating women today as the England women's football team reach the semi-final of the Euros. Sorry, wow. they reached the final of the Euros after the semi-final win yesterday, which is really excitement for women's sport and women's football, especially because it's kind of a big deal now. There's a lot of people that are coming to the stadiums and supporting the development of women in sport. But also in Sharjah, Two Sharjah police players win wow. gold mm. medal in self-defense sports. So, people, if you are thinking about getting on the opposite <laughs> side of the law, these people know their stuff. Yeah, they know their stuff. And, you know, Amr is very, you know, interested into combat sports. And, you know, he himself is a boxer <laughs> and a trainer. And I've trained with him. And let me tell you something, guys. I may look young, but I have the heart of an 80-year-old. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> 4215, let us know what you guys' thoughts. Future Talk is finishing today, but we'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, but Omar will be keeping you company throughout the day. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. 95.